0: Welcome to the Same Side Selling Podcast. I am your host, Ian Altman. I want to talk to you today about the surprising truth about sales numbers games. All right, so there are two reps. One rep smiles and dials. They send a gazillion emails. They're relentless. They are the hair in the tortoise in the hare story. The other rep is the tortoise. She does a ton of research on her ideal clients. She knows who all of the key players are in those organizations and she knows their issues before she ever even reaches out. In fact, she's able to demonstrate expertise and value in each outreach that she has with those businesses. She maintains a small list of ideal pursuits in developing her territory and growing our business. So who does better? Well, and I know you're thinking, well, I'm sure this is one of those those scenarios where there's only one answer. It's gotta be the tortoise. And the answer is, it depends. And here's why I say that. If you are selling into a transactional, mass market, commoditized environment, then that first rep who's just hitting numbers might do just fine. Because they're getting in front of many, many people and pursuing many different opportunities with those individuals. However, if let's say you're in a more nuanced field, maybe you're in a services business where things aren't as commoditized. Maybe you serve more of a narrow niched market versus something like, you know, where it's just everybody. If you were selling, for example, just phone service, well, the more people you call, the more clients you're probably gonna get. But if you were selling more complex systems into environments that had very specific needs, let's say if you were selling technology related to global call centers, well, mass market isn't gonna help you that much. You need to be much more targeted. So in that scenario, if you're a mass market, the first rep is probably gonna outperform the second one. But in that niche case, the second rep, who's being more pragmatic, will have better results. But here's the catch you need to have a plan that you can execute to achieve your goals. If you do incredible research and put all of your eggs in one basket, then that client could be perfect for you, but all it takes is one quarter of poor performance, a reorg, someone's injury, someone dies, someone changes companies, your key person isn't there anymore, and all of a sudden you got nothing. So you can't take that approach instead, What you wanna do is come up with a combination that says, okay, if my goal is to sell $5 million this year in my territory, how am I gonna do that? If you wanna get top results for your team, take a look at the Same Side Selling Academy. Just visit samesideselling.com to learn more. Realistically, am I gonna get $5 million accounts? Am I gonna get two, $2.5 million accounts? Probably not. You might say, you know what, in our business, there's a pretty good chance I can, I can take down two to $3 million accounts. So two to three of those $1 million accounts. I can probably bring in five or six accounts that are three hundred dollars to $500,000. And I can probably bring in 10 to twenty hundred dollars accounts. So now what you got to ask yourself is what industries are those going to come from? How do I contact people in those spaces? What are the issues those people are facing where I can reach out with some subject matter expertise and trends that might resonate with them? See, too often what people say is, well, my goal is to hit $3 million. My goal is to hit $5 million, but they don't necessarily have a plan of building blocks to get them there. And instead what you wanna do is look at it and say, okay, if I'm gonna hit $5 million, $2 million is gonna come from these bigger accounts, a million dollars a shot, great. I'm gonna come up with another 2 million that's a combination of accounts that are between 300,000 and $500,000. So I need, let's say, seven of those to come in. And then I'm gonna have 10 accounts that are $100,000. That's how I'm gonna hit my 5 million, which means, depending on my success rate, maybe I need to double each of those numbers in terms of pursuits to find the right opportunity. Now, when you do that, all of a sudden, you become hyper-focused on the right types of conversations you now know which accounts you're going after and what it needs to look like for you to achieve your goal. So it's not so much the tortoise and the hare, it's more a question of who's planning for success and who's hoping they hit their goal. And if you have a plan for success, if you think about how you're going to get there and each step you build upon it, so you say, here's the, here's the breakdown. Okay, now that I know that breakdown, what do I need to do to hit those numbers? What's the sales cycle for each of those? Now we start to define a plan that's attainable. And for the organizations who I've helped to grow from let's say 100 million to 600, from uh, from 17 million to 100 million, people who 50% of their team was hitting their numbers, now 95% is hitting their numbers. The key is that we build these specific plans. They have discrete objectives on what they're going to pursue. So it's not just a pure numbers game. It's not how many dials did I have, but instead it's, Am I talking to the right people, the right types of opportunities for this recipe that's gonna generate the right outcome? And if you do that, you'll achieve remarkable success. And you'll be one of the case studies we share in the Same Side Selling Academy. If you're not already subscribed, please do so. If you found this helpful, share with other people. If you didn't find it helpful, keep it to yourself. And. If there, of course, if there are any topics you would find helpful, just drop me a note to ian at ianaltman.com. And I'll see you next week on the Same Side Selling Podcast. So long.